This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast. I got an award. I did. I did get one. I did get one. Wow. This is why we have to stop giving you awards because <laughs> you can't even say I got an award correctly. It's brought to you by Churchhead. Oh my god. I have fornicated in many places. I've fucked a lot of bishops, apostles, pastors. In my daddy's Deacon. church chair. Oh, well, who is not one of them. <laughs> Let's do it outside of the bed this week. The church. What was my good sis thinking about letting Trey videotape her at the church in your daddy's church chair while you sucking the dick? Dividends from the OnlyFans. No, she tur- she <laughs> took all her social media down. Oh, <laughs> she, no, she don't want no dollar. She don't want that smoke. What is it? What do you think is gonna go through her head when? Her actual daddy see this footage of her sucking dick, and she got to like, she it's a coming out now because <laughs> oh. my baby's gay. Oh, my baby might be a bottom because she's sucking dick on video. Might uh, be. I say might be. Yeah, they don't just say. They don't just mean. I mean, you according see, to the reports that I saw on the internet, that she, he had posted, I was just sucking a little dick, and I was like, that wasn't a little dick, but okay, I see where you were going there. <laughs> <laughs> this it, according to the reports Because you know it's a whole bunch of alleged reports Yes Nothing Well what is sure is he's taking down his social media And that there's two videos There's the, two videos There's allegedly five But there's two confirmed I want to know where the nut one is <laughs> Can someone come out with that one next Is he a shooter Because I mean I don't need to see no more warm up videos if, if he's a oozer is it going to be disappointing It depends on how much he ooze okay. It depends on if the girl catch or not Catch. I, I, I caught those teas, but that's about all I'm catching. Um, I just, I just can't imagine. I'm, ne- I'm never gonna be on video sucking dick. That's never gonna be my thing, and I am uh, a freak. And I'm not shaming. To your knowledge, oh no, there'd be a lot of hidden cams. Oh, I'm, I know when I've been on video. Don't look at me. <laughs> he looks at me like, bitch. Can you say the same? Hmm. Uh. It's this one time, but I didn't even suck, suck at that time. We just went straight into penetration. So oh, okay, so yeah, warmed up. Ronald, Maris, Ronald Maris might have a sex tape uh, coming out. Warmed up. I arrived ready, ready to go. TTG. Hmm. Well, um, <laughs> no more questions. <laughs> um, I am the Superman. T H E E S U P A M A N, aka the Magnum Megatron, BKA Project Dick. And this is Here For A Podcast, your weekly gay, black, sexual health, and mental health, and everything else in between podcast. And my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, and of course, RonaldMatters.com. And this is also your favorite um, innocent bottom who has never um, done anything at a church. And um, it's scary for me to do anything outside of a bed and definitely... Not recorded. I hope I got all those syllables out. Definitely. No. Um, our icebreaker this week is it is officially um the middle point of the year. Summer yeah. is here. Pride month is just about up. Yeah. And you everyone should be doing these check-ins at this point of the year. Mm-hmm. So are you happy with what you've done with these six these first six months of 2019. Get them brown marks off your knees. Make sure you're applying your cocoa butter weekly or oh, however often oh. you agree to do. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look, chair. they are her sucking dick. Electric chair. <laughs> um, what else could you get done in the next six months to make your year successful? 
So first question is, are you happy with what you've done for the first six months? Second question is, what else could you do? Could you get done in the next six months to make this a successful 2019? Um, things I can say on the podcast, oh, Lord. you know, um, for here for a podcast, you know, we have things going on, things we're working on. Mm-hmm. We can't make announcements yet, but we have goals for the podcast. So glad that we're doing those things. <laughs> <sighs> More at eleven because mm-hmm. it's child. Look at the time, but um, <laughs> no, literally might be eleven. <laughs> might be eleven when you do that. <laughs> um, but my own personal goals. Um, I've gotten into therapy. Look at that. Ooh, <laughs> Damn, I done broke the bell, y'all. There we go. <laughs> okay, to freedom. All right. Um, so I'm doing that. Um, and also, um, I talked about it on Patreon, but you know, I have a health concern that I'm taking care of. So I'm, chill. yeah. So okay. Those so are my goal. Those are my my professional goals and my personal goals. So I'm going that way. What are you? Do you have professional goals, or you just want to bottom for the rest of the year? Yeah, I'm just maintaining. Carry me. on the first six months. Yeah, I'm just maintaining. Be steady a, wins the yeah, race. Yeah, being you know. Um, your boyfriend's side piece. Yeah. You know, if I can just do that for the rest of the year, it'd be a success mm-hmm. for me. A bottom with a beer and mask presenting. That's uh, your only goal. Well, first off, there's a fetish for that. Get that <laughs> money, Electra. Get that money, Electra. <laughs> but um, ferocity. I think um I could have slayed more beaches this year, but it is coming. It is definitely coming. Not in the church. Not in not in the church <laughs> yet, no. Um I definitely could have been in the gym more this year. <laughs> oh, I remember when I first, speaking of relationship goals, I remember when I first met you. Uh huh. You used to be in the gym all the time. Mm-hmm. You used to tell me about trying new, what they call it, pre workout. Pre, pre. Yeah, I was doing a lot of pre workouts. Proteins, I think that's what they call I don't, I ain't seen a ball of protein around here besides what's in your pants. Wow. A cup of it. Wow. What else do people be telling their boyfriends that when they need to work out? I need to know to tell my man when he needs to work out. I'm gonna get a man. Okay. My therapist claimed it. Oh, for 2019? Because my therapist was like, okay, so earlier when I asked you what you needed to be in a successful relationship, you listed one or two things and then it fizzled out. So you'll never find love if you don't know what you're looking for. Yes. And I was on the phone with my favorite HIV advocate. Courtney, he'll get that joke um, Earlier, and I was like <laughs> My therapist equated it Basically to me having a little Hand basket in the grocery store And not knowing what I'm in the grocery store to get Yeah So if I, I, You if ain't I, got no list and I, I, and I only know about one or two things I know I'm here to get And I just basically I still don't have a meal mm. So I'm not going to get fed mm. I gotta figure out what I want in love, according to my therapist. I was like, "Bitch, fed in more than one way." Mind blown. So fuck th- you, therapy. I'm not going to therapy no more. <laughs> You're calling so me. So take out like the this. so everyone. You should be taking the cue of at least my trying therapy. Therapist called me out, and I'm just like, and I have to pay for this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> free reads. Well, expensive reads coming right up. <laughs> Uh, everyone should take a cue from Ronald Matters. At least try therapy. Uh, I advocate for doing Bitch. it for the rest of your goddamn life. But if you don't want to do that, just at least try and it. And this is just one of the draggings. My therapist drags me. I'm just like, ugh, I hate therapy, but I'll be back. Do do it for yourself. When you get paid next, put money aside for uh, just a therapy session. Go do it once. 
It's weird. But just go do it once. I like it. Um, so I think more for the beaches, next six months, more protein. Chop. <laughs> I'm not gonna spill that tea. Um, I'm gonna do more writing. I am still finishing my book. I am um, making some advancements, but I need to do a lot more writing to get it off the ground by the end of the year. Um, I'm gonna do more volunteering and more philanthropy um, for the remainder of this year. And I think if I do those and I continue to do the work for my community that I know that I am tasked to do, mm-hmm. then this will be a successful year for me. So more beaches, more writing on the book, mm-hmm. and what else you say? I be uh, listening, but I don't. Apparently, more <laughs> volunteering, more philanthropy. Oh yeah, more volunteering. You can do that and sign me up too. Yeah, um, and more philanthropy. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's no reason that we should know the struggles of other people, but don't want to put a dollar towards those struggles. And I'm about to get the to more that. eleven. Look, when <laughs> eleven get here, it's gonna be a full panel read. I am about to get there. Um, right. Our our word of the day this week is smother box, not mother box like from DC Films or DC Comics, but smother box. Smother box. Okay, I want to guess because I claim to be educated on these things. So, <sighs> what's my bachelor of arts in journalism worth? Let's see. Smother box. Okay, and gay lingo is never exactly what it says, <laughs> so I know that. Smother box. Is it a bottom? Mm. Okay, so I'm thinking about okay, sexual roles. Gay people love their sexual roles. Smother box. I give up. Try. Okay, a smother box is a bondage device used in face <gasps> sitting. So we talked about cleaning oh, before. Face sitting. I like this activity. Tell me more. Yeah. Uh, we talked about queening a few weeks ago. I put this on my list because so I tell my therapist I figured out something I like. Look at that smother box. Um, we talked about queening um, slash kinging last episode, smother being the act of box. actively putting your thing on people's faces and making oh, them. Oh, it's available on Etsy. Yeah, yeah, you can get you one. <laughs> you can get you multiple. <laughs> the world is your oyster. I didn't, know, I didn't know this. Was, it was this was readily available. Yeah, very readily available. It's a bondage device used in face sitting. Um, typically they are about two by two. Oh, and they're up in depth. Oh. And about nine to twelve inches in height. It is a hinged on one side and about halfway up, a hole is cut into the opposite side for the city's neck, and one cut in the top for the city's face. Um, padlock latches and eyelets for uh other bondage toys are mounted on the remaining sides, and obviously smother boxes come in different. Shapes, sizes, colors, upholstered oh. with different things, depending on what you like. I want the purple one, so I can get it engraved. Yeah. Hashtag purple ring. I'm on the um, squirt on him. Oh. Okay. Um, but it is used in um, face-sitting ex- exercises, so if you don't want to just run right up to him, put your coochie or your whatever you want to put That's on his face. That's what we've been doing. You can use an actual device, so you can be comfortable, and it's good, it's easy on your knees. Uh-huh. If you get above 30, you know you got to do stuff that's going to be easy on your knees. Apply your cocoa butter. Um, child, you need WD-40 after 30. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to tell the kids. It's it's rough. And it says, please allow four to six weeks for delivery. Oh, this is going to be handmade. Yes. Um. So the word of the day, smother box, um, is also going to tie in hand in hand with Title sexual. Title of the episode. <laughs> Let me tell you about my Lord and Savior It's going to tie in Hand in hand with 
um, our sexual health, it is um, in the same realm. Um, this week, I definitely want to make sure that you guys know about our Patreon. If you would like to support this ghetto-ass podcast, um, we would love for your support to be over on Patreon for at least $1 a month. You can get great, awesome content. We have our new... Pose review up on Patreon. 25 minute episode. Right now. Bonus episode. Uh, available right now. Yeah. And you will not get it on this episode. You will not get it on the next episode. The only way you will get it is for $1 minutes. over on our Patreon. For $1. If you would like to keep this podcast going, um, you can afford $1, please. If you do not have $1, make sure you go over to this episode link, press the like button, leave a comment, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, talk about what your favorite parts were, uh-huh. and um, a lot help. of participation. Yeah. I'm going to get an award for this. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Shout out we- to our new um, Patreon subscribers, Alejandro and Jeffrey. Alejandro, Alejandro. Oh, okay. Shout out to God. Um, thank you guys so much for being new patrons during the month of June. Yeah, we Happy appreciate Pride. you. Thanks. Um, and so again, if you would like to keep this podcast going, it is not free. This is a full ass job, and it is an expensive one. We have a couple great donors that You'll help us out from time to time. Drinking tequila and eating chicken. That's expensive. Uh, this is three star chicken. Okay, bitch. <laughs> $3. You can support this podcast in in any way. If it's $4 a month, thank you. If it's for a dollar a month. I thought he said $4. I was trying to cheat. I was like, did he just commit to $4? No. (laughs) If it's for a dollar a month, we appreciate your support. If it's in the support of sharing the content that we create directly for black gay people, we appreciate that as well. Happy World Pride. Our affirmation this week is dark forces are aware of when you're about to manifest or vibrate higher. They will attack you at the crescendo of those heights to test your resolve. Stay resilient. The enemy has no power over your destiny. So as long as you walk in your power, walk in your godhood, walk in your purpose, there is nothing that can stop you. There are only things that that seem like uh, they can slow you down. And I stress the word seem. But what God has for you and what God has put out for you can't be taken away by anyone or anything. He didn't say they wouldn't form. He just said they wouldn't prosper. Amen. Well... You have to take some good things from Christianity and then leave the rest. (laughs) A couple books after that, they just went left. Um, Last week, we talked about... This is also going to be another episode where the the topics aren't tepid. They are very Dracarys. And I apologize to those... Rest in peace. Game of Thrones, rest in peace. No. Uh, I apologize for those that I am about to offend, but uh, some feathers need to be ruffled. Last week, we talked about the murder of Zoe Spears, um, who was a client of Casa Ruby. Rest in power. Rest in power. And um, here at Here for a Podcast, we went down to Casa Ruby because Thank we you guys know- so much. I know you're about to go into it. Thank you guys so much for all of your messages to the podcast. Thank you for all of your personal messages. We got tweets about people who listened and went down to Casa Ruby and gave donations. We are so honored that you guys listen to our podcast and feel empowered. Um, One guy was like, oh, I want to come support, but I live like an hour and a half away and I'm scared I'm going to miss you guys. And I was just like, I just really hope that if we're there or not, 
pretty please give your donation to Casa Ruby. It's an amazing organization. The people there need us. Um, and it's more than just Ed Ronald Matters and Ed D. Superman. It is the entire DMV population. And Zoe um, Spears was a recipient of services. I'm trying to figure out the right way to say that. Was a recipient of services down to Casa Ruby. And when we got there, they was like, hey, y'all, we closing at 7 because the damn vigil is down the way. So if y'all riding with us, come on. And so we was like, well, girl, we just here to give our donation. We love y'all. We're definitely going down to the vigil as well. And we're just so honored that we all have the same vision, the same passion. It's amazing um, when we're all together. And thank you guys so much, our listeners of Here For A Podcast, the people who loved Zoe, and to Casa Ruby for making sure that she is honored properly. Because they were just like, if you get going down to the vigil, pick you a car and get in it. So rest in power, Zoe. We love you. Yeah, um, we went down, we donated uh, close to $1,000 worth of supplies. Uh, they have new bathrooms, and um, if you are like me or like um, some of the other people out here that love a good shower, love a good sit on the toilet, okay. a comfortable good sit on the toilet, okay. need all the supplies to take you a good shower in the morning, that can set your life up for success and going out into the world and we make sure that the the clients over at Casa Ruby have all the supplies that they need to have a great shower concert if they need one reference an old episode of ours Um, or you know just a peaceful uh, use of the bathroom without feeling like oh I don't have this oh I don't have this for my personal care they have everything right now and we are uh, gonna plan to go back and do the same thing as well I know that people, some people out in the community have trepidation uh, with the organization of Casa Ruby. And I think that that's fine. You can have your misgivings or trepidation about an organization. But I what don't you like can't, administration did my job. <laughs> but what you, can't, what you cannot have a trepidation about is black trans women who are homeless. Or black gay men. Or black gay men. The, the shelter is not only, is not just one part of the community. And that's what we were trying to do is oftentimes when the T part of our community is murdered or outcast, the L and the G and the B don't fucking show up. Or the um, Spanish speaking trans woman. Yes. We have to go get a translator. <laughs> um, but we at Here for a Podcast want to make sure that the G and the LGBT was shown uh, up Showing and up. actually, you know, contributing to um, a part of. The relief, like these people, the clients at the shelter, they all know Zoe. They they they're friends with her. They knew her struggle. They're in her struggle right they now. They had signs made. Yes, they were making signs when we arrived. So I mean, I I reached out to a couple organizations um, before we at here for a podcast went to go make a don- donation, and it fell on deaf ears from those organizations. No one wanted to show up. Everyone had plans to be at an underwear party or something. And fuck that. If you see members of your community being murdered and you have an opportunity to do nothing but be present, if no one asked you for a fucking dollar, if no one asked you for a fucking uh, donation of love or help make the sign 
All you had to do was be present and you couldn't even do that. You would rather be at an underwear party. You're part of the problem and not part of the solution. And I say that, like I said earlier, because I know some feathers need to be ruffled. This uh, just a couple days ago, a couple organizations start getting tagged on the Internet, on Facebook and on Twitter. And then they want to have a response. Zoe has been gone and dead for over a week. And now these organizations want to have a response a week up to a week and a half later. It's late. It looks lazy. It's messy. If you are an organization, you should be more organized to do some organization than be a week and a half late to a fight that you're supposed to be in front of. Um, but those responses to that um, brunch Sunday brunch fight was up before Tuesday morning. Head got here good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm getting to the fight. Ooh. I'm getting to the mm. fight later. Uh, but you know, I know where you're going, but I hear what you're saying. But a member of our community was fucking murdered in mm. cold blood in the middle of the street. And we had organizations that pretend to be advocacy groups not do any advocating. Where was the advocacy? It shouldn't just be here for a podcast down to the goddamn Casa Ruby. Why are you still not there now? You already late and a dollar short. Why are you not there now? So that's the problem I have is the gays, you know, we want to talk about trans visibility and then we don't want to be present for trans visibility. What is the problem? Why aren't you there? Trans visibility was just like two weeks ago. So you should not have to show up to be an advocate when people pressure you or when the social media pressures of people tagging your you or your organization demands that you show up or have a message you should show up because you are an advocate of the community be an advocate of the community it's hard work it's called co- it will cost money eventually sometimes it's gonna cost a lot of time it's gonna cost a lot of tears but if if that is not the price that you are willing to pay step aside and don't be an advocate Just be a member of the community and that's fine. But don't pretend to be an advocate and then don't do any advocacy. Moving on. (sighs) Moving on. The girls are fighting. Down to the 901 U Street. I was like, I'm used to 901, the area code where I came from, being acting up. Because Memphis is right behind Chicago in number two in the most murders. 901 U Street, 901 area code. We be acting up. But I think 901 U Street in Washington, D.C. is about to give Memphis a run for its money. money. Yeah. What is going on? The girls are fighting. If you don't know what we're talking about, there were at least two videos of people fighting over, over this yeah. past weekend in D.C. Um, one was an extremely big fight in the middle of downtown, well, near downtown D.C. on U, in the U Street area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one just happened last night at Twilight Tuesdays, which we were supposed to we be We were supposed to be there. <laughs> The girls are fighting. The girls DC, are fighting. You see, it got one. Look, up, these northeast winters are brutal. And these summers are going to be brutal, too, in a different way. Um, so I'm going to say this. Huh? I say my next words not out of judgment, but out of love. Love for, for my community. Love for the blackness and no the gayness murders. in my community. Well, yeah, we... Obviously, so last episode we talked about uh, being safe in the areas that Zoe was unfortunately killed in and not to mm-hmm. be in those areas if you can avoid it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but this area is not that dangerous where you should have to 
fear being in a gang fight down across the street from the gay club? Yeah, yeah. It's a gang fight on the street, like yeah. on cars. Yeah, in the street, like a savaged, a savage, untrained vagrant. These oh, kids we were out here fighting. Here we go. Where where is the you class? Joe Biden in 1994. Where is the class and the decorum? No, but but this is what I'm saying. Where is the class and the decorum of saying, you know what? I'm too big for this. Literally. I'm too good for this. That's my type. He's literally <laughs> too big for that. I was like, oh, yeah, and I know that young man. Unfortunately, that's my type. Um, but act like we need to act like. I'm not gonna project on anyone else. I'm going to include myself mm-hmm. because I'd have been in a, a fight or two. Child, I be trying. I like. This ain't worth it. This ain't worth it, Superman. This ain't worth it. Sometimes you feel like it is, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, guilty. And so that's why that's why I am I am not standing from a place of high higher than thou <laughs> principle of I can't believe you hoes is out there fighting because I'd have been huh, I'd have been in fights. I'd have been pistol whipped. <laughs> Detroit jumped three one three. Woo, jumped out. Um, and so. I'm I'm not speaking from a place of privilege or higher than thou. I'm just saying Detroit, where we are, privileged where we are now mm. in 2019. We know we have so many other fucking enemies to fight, and it does not mean that we need to be fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Fight each other with your words if you absolutely have to. De-escalate the situation. Come on. If you are around, the read that I have for this whole situation is everyone that was holding the camera. Y'all are the worst part of the situation because. People that were the people that were involved in fights, they just uh, you know sometimes you get pushed and you know you don't have the tools to de-escalate the situation for yourself and you have that's all you know is resorting to violence because that goes back to slavery but that's a whole nother rabbit hole we're not going down right this second but the people that were outside watching and holding cameras or the girl you are at fully, the blinds when she was in Nellie's you are fully in control in the moment you are not in a fight. You are not TMZ, so you're not about to get no check. Question. You know I'm journalism fish. Okay. So I will record anything for evidence later to upload to RonaMatters.com and put my logo across it. I will expose the girl with inside my sources. Girl, it's not a solo source. Okay, so if I need this video to go along with what I'm exposing or presenting to my audience at this time... Do you recommend I jump into the fight? Because I didn't know any of those people. I would not have known any of those people if I was there. I would have wanted to document the fight because clearly fighting at Nellie's or the adjacent um, restaurant and bar Brixton, it's a popular topic amongst the LGBT community. And so as a blogger who's, this is my market. If this happens in front of me as a blogger girl, I've got to cover my market. So, do you recommend I jump into it, or do you recommend I record it? So, I, I, one, every, everyone, everyone that everyone that pulled out, they found is not no, a it's, it's different when it comes to or, me. But or, like, what would you recommend I do? Would you support me through my recording? Since every, no, no, know. I'm asking. I don't okay, know. so how many views? How many clicks and views is that going to get? What is, is that? Really, what is the positive impact on your community if you record a fight and you put it on your blog? What's the positive impact? Child, in relation to this church video, oh, child, we got content. ain't nobody making no money. We got off content that. to fill up the whole week. We got views and things to fill up the whole week. Okay, so we can get views here talking about <laughs> the situation because okay. we're still talking about. 
church head. Exclusive eyewitness. We're still talking about the fighting culture going on in D.C. We can talk about those things and attack what's going on without being a part of the without being a part of the problem okay. being a part of the problem is everyone being in this phone culture of mm-hmm. ooh the girls are fighting i'm taking my phone out and i'm recording yeah. and you okay so what are you going what's the end game here so you going to have it on your phone you going to put it on twitter you going to get 300 likes a few hundred retweets mm-hmm. 10 new followers but if that helps police um get the people in the fight does that help Ain't none of them submitting this to nobody police department. No, you you know what these I kids are doing. Asking, I am telling. I am telling. No. And so I so when we talked about uh, the trans woman who uh, was beat up outside of her apartment building, mm. yeah, that is down in Dallas. So yes, that is different. Because that does need to be submitted to the police. Uh-huh. When girls are just out here being, ignorant, but you don't know when you're in the moment. When you're in the, you don't know. I can't predict that she will be beat up right now and murdered within the next three. I don't know that when I'm recording the video on Saturday at one forty. If there is a trans woman laying on the ground being stomped, and your first inclination is to pull out a camera, you have to figure stop out what's. Wrong. I was like, you've got to figure it. out what's wrong with okay. you. Okay, and. If you if you don't work at fucking ABC, NBC, Fox TV, you ain't got CNBC, no audience CNN, Stop with the shit of I'm gonna pull my phone now. You just got two kids. De-escalate the situation. You don't no have daddy. to. You don't have to physically get involved in fights. There are so many de-escalation classes. You just look up de-escalation fights on YouTube, and you can learn something right there okay. about talking through. We don't follow those Instagrams. We follow the best fights. 30 seconds. And I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not speaking from a position of higher than thou when I'm talking about mm-hmm. this because I can remember being in my early 20s. I used to watch bum fights. What's a bum fight? Bum, bum fights was when. Homeless people? Yes. And so. <laughs> B-U-M or B? B-U-M. Bum okay, fights. Okay, bum fights. Okay. Bums. <laughs> it was a thing. Couple uh, wet wipes. A, a few years bum ago. try to touch me. Yeah. Well, that, uh, well, that's a problem and that's problematic. That's, that's, that's why Your I'm. Your favorite ta- rapper? Who? I'm the point that is being made is I'm not speaking of a position where I ain't never did nothing did that and girl y'all should never do that. I'm saying we can get, we can be better than that. Mm-hmm. I used to watch bum fights and think it was funny until I realized it was just a white man giving two she ain't bums. Got no health care and she ain't got no health care. Well, okay, sure, but it was a white man giving two people of color twenty dollars to fight. For his entertainment and record it so he could put oh. it up on fucking YouTube. And they they had a website at one time where you could just go directly to the website like OnlyFans and just what? watch different bum fights. And so at first, when I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, these people are fighting. What? It was interesting to watch. But as I figured out what the fuck was going on, I was like, oh, I don't know if I should watch this. And now I'm 100 well, 300, 180 degrees in the other direction. No one should be watching and condoning fucking fights on the internet. If the fight is not on UFC, stop it. Stop it. We are bigger and better as a community. We have so many other things to fight other people about. We don't have to fight in our own community, on our own streets. We don't. Fight this goddamn president, bitch, if you want to fucking fight. And one of the nomination nominees, what do you got? Nomina, nomina, he wow. wants okay. Words. equal rights for the UFC girls. Apparently, the UFC owner 
don't even pay them the amount proper amounts. No um, matter if you're male or female. Yeah, that's a whole. That's a really that's, long. So the UFC, hole. the girls who job it is to fight, ain't even getting paid the right amount. So imagine somebody paying twenty dollars on the side of the road. Well, <laughs> well, that's some Hell UFC yeah. fighters. You ain't. Conor McGregor then got insane amounts of payouts to put on mediocre performances. So that's not all UFC. Ooh. No. Um, and the same can be said about 20 or 30 of the other ones. No shade. Ronda Rousey is over there making more money than she's ever made being a WWE wrestler doing fake wrestling than she ever did doing real fighting. So that's a, a different subject from what we're talking about. We're talking about our community and girls not having to actually fight in the street about nothing. Because if I asked three of them girls that was fighting this weekend, what was the fight about? It wasn't because somebody was trying to um, steal my man. Oh, it wasn't because somebody hit you up on Jacked. Oh, it was those things? Oh, so you shouldn't have been fighting. fighting about oh, it so in you, the street? Oh, so you might lose your job because now this is viral on social media and your job to found out you down here fighting. Nah, but you, no one, you straight. But you're a concierge at the hotel, so they can't have you working out here. So now you lost your job and you got your ass whooped. Well, word on the street, because, you know, keep my ear down to the streets. Allegedly. The fight was about the brunch bill didn't get broke up the way the girls had wanted the brunch bill to get broke up. And the girls were talking about it as they were walking away. And then the question, the girl's favorite quote, what was said, was said. And then it just, this allegedly, according to reports, down to the social media. I don't know what it was about. And apparently the, the fight at the Twilight Tuesdays was about something just as minuscule and I'm like, first of all, I'm out here in pool party gear. I'm not in my war tactical um, gear. Megatron outfit. <laughs> so I'm like, you want me to fight you in this? I can't. Literally. I'm not going to fight you in this. So also, just because Here For A Podcast is not advocating fighting, don't mean we won't fight. So I'm just going to put that disclaimer <laughs> out there. Are, we are there to the Costa Ruby giving donations, but we are that also... Nuck if you buck. <laughs> We're also <clears throat> problematic. Okay. Buy the shirt. Yeah, this Hereforshop. is a shop. Dot com. Yeah, this is shirt. And we're not gonna promise that's not gonna be a fucking here for it shop, a here for it podcast uh, fight video in the year because one of these other podcasts might pull up and we might be like, listen, what was said? It might be one of these other organizations that are not out here advocating for the community like they uh, claim. Check on and- your strong friends because your strong friends might be out here beating people up, and your strong friends might not be out here advocating like they um, signed up to. Well, there's that on that. Um, moving right along, Dracarys. Strong wear. Not in these streets. Dracarys bitches. Huh. Uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. My hub. Um, Problematic. Well, you're going to have to divorce him after this. Okay. Um, Suspended his presidential <gasps> campaign Ain't this weekend. Hold the, on. Hold oh on, girl. My God. My hub. He lost his job. He suspended his presidential campaign for the weekend to go back to Indiana. Oh, to over South the Bay. weekend. It's, it's the week now. So we, Calm down. Yeah. I'm worried about my check. It's not coming. We have two dogs. <laughs> it's not coming. We have two dogs. He's got a whole white husband. You are not getting a check. <laughs> um, I'm more apt to get a check because he has a husband. If we no, watch you a more post, you a more mother Electra raised me. You're more apt to being a victim of I saw Angel party story. for party for play. <laughs> so I saw Angel story. She had a sugar daddy and he had a wife, and he bought his wife a dishwasher. And she was white. You're not a, a woman or a white. So, girl, you're not getting. Anything. I'm not a white woman. I'm transracial. And, and, and I'm transgender. And bisexual as well. What is going on? This anyway, 
Wow. Mayor Pete uh, was taking questions uh, back in South Bend. Uh, there was a 54-year-old black man that was shot in his city, and uh, the black Ooh. community had questions. Uh, Mayor Pete did not have any answers. Did not. Uh, Mayor Pete was very dismissive. Yeah. No, he was. That's debatable. No, I no, I watched I'm the whole conference. I he was already. very dismissive. Mm-hmm. He was un- inattentive at multiple times where people were talking to him and they were reaching out to him and pouring their feelings, and he was putting his head down, writing on paper as a local mayor mm-hmm. that is currently running to be president. Mm-hmm. There was a black woman at one point during the town hall conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the one was outside or the one inside? Inside. Okay. Uh, that was asking him about what he was going to do and how he was going to secure her vote. Mm-hmm. Um, that was outside. Okay. No. How he was going to secure her vote um, in the future by his efforts in South Bend. And his reply was... I am not trying to mm-hmm. get your vote. Miss, mm-hmm. tell Pete, the rest of the story. Is it the end of the story? That's 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 the most important part. What would okay. you like? What what else would you like to add? Because mm-hmm. I remember down to the reading of the um, police findings, he was outside. It looked like it was next to a highway, um, and the people were, um, you know, my auntie, my mama, as if it was me or if it was my uncle. I would expect my my fam to be out there with the sign. What is going on? So, you know, I'm like, okay. I applaud the aunties and the mamas for being out there. She said, How you going to get black people to vote for you? You out here running for... She said, you out here running for president. How are you going to get black people to vote for you? He said, ma'am, I'm not trying to get your vote. You damn skip because black people she went uh, I would want my mama, my auntie, my great grand, I would expect her to be out there. But what he was doing in that moment was reading the findings from the police investigation that he claimed I do question a little taste. He claimed, you know, like they did their investigation, I looked at it, read it, asked questions myself, and this is what we have, so I'm gonna go out here and read this. So he went out there and read that, and she was like, Rihanna, where's the music? Rihanna, where's the music? And he was like, ma'am, this is makeup. (laughs) And so, not to equate the killing of a black man, I would never, ever do that. But, you know, like, when you're doing multiple things, I am the mayor of South Bend, but I'm also running for president. And I'm not, in this specific moment, this has nothing to do with my presidency as the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. That has I, everything to do with his presidency because that's his only qualifying factor. How else are you qualified to be a I, presidential candidate? And that's your rebuttal. And that's your rebuttal. But he was saying, as the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, he looked into it. He asked questions about the police investigation, and there was no racial implications into it. So I trust him. Maybe prematurely. Hey, I could be guilty of that. Because I also said Justice Smollett was innocent. So, child, hold me to the flame. But um, I trust when uh, Mayor Pete said that there was no racial so-and-so, so-and-so. I'm, he's saying, stop asking me about the music. This is makeup. Again, I'll take the two things. But I'm trying to give an example that everybody will know. So, 
But you don't agree with that. No. No, and no no one else does either. Okay. Well, you you and mate me you and Peter Peter are by yourself <laughs> on that one. Um telling anybody that you are not looking for their vote as a presidential candidate looking for every vote in mm-hmm. the whole goddamn country is one thing. You are also her mayor. And uh-huh. you also would like to continue to be her mayor. Yeah. So you would also in case this president you would also need her vote in the fucking future. <laughs> yeah. To tell a black woman who is a part of the strongest voting block in this country that you don't need her vote spoke volumes. I do not automatically give Mayor Pete no pass. Sometimes we have to re- remember that just because they are a part of the LGBT community or uh-huh. a part of a community that mm. might be. Um, deemed deemed um, yeah. underserved or underprivileged does not mean that they don't enact their other privileges. Mayor Pete knows full well that he's a white man. A white man. Oh, ooh. and he's talking to a black woman and telling her he don't need his fuck. He don't need her fucking vote. Ooh. Yes, the fuck you do. You know how many elections black women have decided in this country, and you telling a black woman that you don't need her fucking vote? You get the fuck out of here with that. No, I don't trust him. And that was a, a, a very real viewing of what his character is. Okay. His character was unapologetic, uncaring, and very dismissive of a black woman speaking in pain. And if you want to be the president of the United States after this bullshit that we got currently going on, Ooh. you got to be better than that. And you're supposed to be a gay man. And I can't trust a gay man to talk to a black woman with some goddamn sense. Nope. Ooh, it's you. a it's a no from me, dog. It's a no from me. He got to get the fuck out of my face. It's miscuse me, bitch. What do you mean you're not looking for her vote? Like you that damn popular that you can miss out on any vote? Ain't you in the polls at like less than six percent right now? It's twenty four candidates. Ain't okay. He ain't in the top ten. Oh. He not in the top ten, but you don't need somebody's vote. A black woman at that? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. How fucking dare you? And that's why I'm all overly cautious with white gays sometimes because they pretend to be a part of the community. They'll pretend to be an ally until that white privileged part of them be like, well, listen, I don't got to listen to your fucking black ass and your black problems, girl. I'm white. I'm going back to my white ass home and I don't need your fucking vote. You're absolutely right because you're not getting it. When you told that black woman that you didn't need her vote, you told me the same thing. You don't need mine. You can get the fuck out of my face. <sighs> Different opinions on her point podcast. How dare we have different opinions? No, there's there's that. Um, hmm. <laughs> what's the next? <laughs> White listeners, I uh, I what? would like you to know. They don't get no special shout out. You don't get a black with no special shout out. I, I do. <laughs> um, this look- you saying this is music and this is makeup. The end of this case. No, he's on the stage to run for president. He don't get no fucking breaks. You don't get no breaks. It ain't no fucking timeout. Beyonce cousin died. She still have to do the mall tour. And that's and she's just. I'm not. I'm not making no excuses for for Mayor Pete. I'm I'm sorry. He has too much fucking privilege right now to be given no fucking latitude. Okay. 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 There's a high school girl. Who is white? Ah. Um, that has filed a federal complaint for having to raise boys who identify as girls. 
Um, let me find what is her name. I was like, what state is this? Is Connecticut. It Missouri. Oh, okay. Connecticut. Somewhere in the Midwest or the South. But Connecticut is usually progress- more progressive than this. Kelsey Bowler. I saw a lot of privileged white girls. Yes. And yeah, here's one. Kelsey Bowler, um, documented in a recent video report. Uh, she's 16 years old. She's mad that she has to compete with trans girls uh, in her uh, racing at at the school down at what the kind school. of racing are we still in track and field shade yeah she's in track and field track and field okay we're yeah still. we're back in track and field we're back at white girls losing two trans girls and being mad about it um the cover the the story is covered in life site news um and they talk about her as a female high school athlete who didn't qualify for a track event because two quote-unquote boys who identify as girls ran faster filed a complaint and she filed a complaint on Monday with the Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights. So she's looking for civil rights against trans women. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, huh? No one. This is this is the voice of uh, this this young girl. Her name Kelsey. <laughs> her name is her name is Kelsey. <laughs> no one in the state of Connecticut. Is happy about this, but no one is has enough courage to speak up about it. <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey, my dear, my love. Come my here, Kelsey. Love. Come here, Kelsey. Your problems. Sit, <laughs> sit, sit, Kelsey. Sit, sit. Your problems as a young white athlete do not require the attention of the civil rights division of anything in this country, including the Department of Education. Okay, Mississippi, Tennessee, Georgia, human rights violations. She cites that there are other countless athletes in the state of Connecticut that have been um, affected by this. That's by, right. By these trans women. She's not alone. <laughs> it's a white woman. <laughs> Uh, she also has a legal counsel. They have hired. She's hired a lawyer to represent her. Her lawyer is from the Alliance Defending Freedom, a Christian legal aid group, and uh, they are hoping that this case goes all the way to the Supreme Court, so that straight white women could get more rights. Are you doing an April Fool's joke during Pride <laughs> Month? It's Pride Month. Are you gonna do this to me during Pride Month? I... This is a joke. Uh, this is a joke. Yes, <laughs> and I'm so only report- I'm only reporting on no, it's not. It's, no, this is real news, but it is a joke. Um, I'm only reporting on this because we have come full circle back to straight women feeling like they are being disadvantaged by someone with le- least with less advantages than them, and. I'm not gonna pass no judgments. I'm just gonna ask. Yes, the question, we are. <laughs> how? 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 How are you? How are you least? You? How are you the most impacted by uh-huh. someone with less rights than you? Uh-huh. A trans woman, even if they're white trans women, have less rights than you. And you, a cis het white woman in Connecticut. In Connecticut, <laughs> feel like your case should be brought to the civil the to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court. How much white privilege do you need 
to believe that you are being discriminated against <laughs> by trans I women. I want to stop laughing. <laughs> what? Okay. We're also arguing about a cake at the Supreme Court. So, I mean, <laughs> because the cake got two men on it, we got to argue about it. Girl, put your little design on that goddamn cake and go. Ain't no argument. <laughs> Again, like I, I've said on this podcast Supreme, before. The Supreme Court. If I were, okay, so this is a lifetime appointment. This is a lifetime job. I can't quit. Well, you can't quit. But, girl, it's, you know, it's, it's not deemed professional if you quit. So, if I can't quit this job, I can't. And y'all want me to come to work every day and listen to shit like this? I gotta come to work every day. We gotta argue about a cake. We gotta argue about Kelsey. <laughs> I quit. I quit. I quit. Well, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, do not quit. Please, sis. Stay. Stay. She broke a rib. Y'all like, no. Stay. Please stay. I broke, but I broke my rib. Please stay. If you have two more years of life left in you, please stay. We do not need this motherfucker picking that one more. She was like, well, y'all better make a movie. They've released two movies for Ginsburg, a documentary and a fictional film. Last but not least, um, y'all get on my nerves. The ASCAP Awards gave Cardi B a Songwriter of the Year Award. (laughs) I don't have any colorful commentary. It's just funny. It's just <laughs> there were no other songwriters to give this to. I think they said she was the first female rapper to win that. I think don't hold me to it. No, Missy Elliott has won like the uh, like of all time icon award from them. What I mean, but like no, as Beyonce says, I would like to be number one in my category. Icon, that's undeniable, girl. But my category as a rapper is a, it's a songwriter. I wrote my songs, your songs, her songs. Pick a label. I got they all the labels are sending me a check. Pick a wall. So, <laughs> so Missy Elliott deserves. But for this girl with one album, okay. I don't have any, I don't have anything colorful to say except for shout out to her writing team. I know they have boot camps and her glam team because the new video. So we're moving on from the, that. Yeah. Okay, great. The new video came out today. Yeah, the stylist did his good job. He come so out here naked. Team. I don't know what to put on you. That's it. <laughs> we're just gonna cover it up with edits. Come out here naked. What's going on? So shout out to the glam squad. I don't know what that was with the female kiss, the female on female kiss at the very at beginning. The beginning. It didn't mean it made no sense oh, wow. to me. Wow, it's Pride Month, so she wanted to do. I'm that. a little. Oh, she was very virtual dolls all It was very Look, I might be bisexual too I am too. bisexual I didn't get I'm that I'm bisexual as well And then Trend at the end of the video Girl. She killed herself No, she walked off in the little From the naked No, thing. the person that she She put the girl's head in the toilet In the music video at the mm-hmm. end Yes, she did And then the face transformed into Cardi's face You speak in Spanish I don't know what's going on no habla. <laughs> no. Okay, so those of you that have watched the video, go back to that part because there was a different girl. I only it watched was it once. It was same, just... but that's what I caught. I was like, so she drowned herself. All right. For uh, indulging in it, maybe she felt guilty for indulging in all of the rumors and foolishness on the shade room. I ain't get it. First of all, that video was dedicated to the shade room because ain't nobody talking about no goddamn Cardi B outside of the shade room, and she does things that make herself popular. In the shade rooms, things. 
Um, girl, this is my beat, girl. I get assigned a beat. I get assigned the South Memphis beat, the North Memphis beat, or girl, what's going on? This is my beat. I'm assigned as a journalist, as a woman. And you and my girls doing dumb shit beat. And you keep on doing dumb shit. Like, you just got married. You just had a baby. But you ordering hits on girls down at the strip club? This my beat. I covered that beat. I guess. This my assignment. And I need my, I need to press, 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 press. I need to press some buttons on this computer <laughs> so I can get my damn check. 1,600 words. 2,000 words. I'm going to press, press, press all these buttons. Until, nevertheless... Um, furthermore, girl, whatever conjunction I need to put in front of this. Beautiful gowns. That's Arrest all I'll say about that. Arrest their book. Yeah, uh, beautiful gowns to um, Cardi. Uh, they say her performance the other night at BT Wars was at least cute. So good for her and all of that. Uh, as my co host just said, forever and always, hashtag Arrest Ed Buck. He's still out here on City Streets, and as long as we have an episode to play, we are going to reference it. Hashtag Arrest Ed Buck. Please see our previous episodes for the full Ed Buck stories. Um, It says Edward Bernard Peter Buck. Why y'all even give him four names? Four? For what? A former model and actor. What he the model here? <laughs> uh, girl, he the actor the fool down here. Girl... What's going on in social studies? This week in social studies, I wrote some short notes, but y'all, y'all know how I am. Long-winded. A bottom is long-winded. Can you do, do tops like long-winded bottoms? I mean, if we can pass you on to a friend, sure. Ooh. <laughs> I feel red. <laughs> um, Los Angeles HIV Mental Health Task Force had their annual conference titled Coping with Hope. Shout out to the girl who named the conference. (laughs) (laughs) Call Hope. (laughs) So shout out to the Los Angeles HIV Mental Health Task Force. Um, For nurses and mental health professionals in the LA area. And there were a few takeaways from their Coping with Hope conference. Um, One, two, three, four. I got four things. It says, um, the word PrEP is being moved from prescribing Truvada to prescribing Descovy, as it's the newest version of PrEP. And of course, because Gilead has decided to give up their um, exclusive licensing to Truvada, they want to move the licensing over to the new drug that they will have the license over. Um, This currently under FDA review. So they're hoping to get that done by 2020. That's not going to happen. Well, they're giving up the they're giving up the Truvada rights, so they're gonna want some new rights, so Gilead Sciences can keep their very handmaid's tale. Gilead is gonna want to keep the rights to the things. They want to keep the girls in power and rule. Prep means pre-exposure prophylaxis, and so when you are they don't have a copyright for the right. term, but they want to own what people are talking about when discussing that word. So. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. medical practitioners are not going to just call one drug prep and call the other drug nothing or something else. They both are prep. They're both pre-exposure prophylaxis. And going forward, they are both options for pre-exposure. Options for prep. Just like um, the drug being considered when you do the give prep a shot. There's another drug. There's a shock in test trials right now. There's another drug that's not owned by Gilead Sciences, but 
It's owned by Viv, V-I-I-V Healthcare. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're claiming that they want to have a drug that's um, PrEP as well. So there's a lot of drugs that the girls are discussing for PrEP, but Gilead Sciences, because of course they have the um, clout, they're trying to use their power to, when girls are discussing PrEP, they want it to be when you're discussing Discovy. And that's currently under FDA review. Uh, if it's going to get the full um, agreement from the United States of America and Trump's America, who knows? <laughs> um, the second thing is injectable prep has a 93% suppression rate and it's shown to last up to 12 weeks, which is three months. So they have effectively discovered a way to get an injectable version of Discovery to last for three months. Um, they have secured eight. Eight is secured. Up to 12, depends on the person, depends on your body language. Depends on if you listen to hip-hop, probably. Or if you like to make love, or if you like to... What's the op- other option of making love? Fucking. <laughs> or that. Um, the main complaint is um, injection at pain site. Can you imagine receiving three months worth of a drug at one injection site at one time? So, girl, I'm going to need two Tylenols. One Tylenol ain't going to work. But the other one is if you decide to take Discovery in pill form, of course, there's a little bit of the gastric tract in the little stomach. You might feel some discomfort up to two weeks. This is down to the Coping with Hope um, conference down in L.A. I'm telling you the facts that I've found. Two more things. The topical versions of PrEP are showing progress. You know, the girls are trying the um, douches. I don't know if those are going to work. They're showing progress. Because you got to get prescribed it and then you got to get a new prescription for it every month. And the girls' health care don't be hidden like that. So they don't know. There's also vaginal rings and rectal rings that you can insert. They're saying that the women are able to insert the vaginal rings for PrEP into their own um, areas. I think it's called a vagina. Um, Allegedly. <laughs> so, <laughs> showing progress. We're still studying those things. Um, and there's an implantable device in your arm. They had a picture where you, what the little fatty area, you need the fatty area, like right under the arm where you shake Bingo it. Arms. And it Bingo wings. Yeah, like under the arms where the fat area is. They have an injectable, um, what they call it? Yeah, it's a device that you put under there. And it can last a long time. But that those things are still being studied. Nothing is final. But the last thing, which is the big news, and Superman, I need your help with this. PrEP for STIs, like gonorrhea and chlamydia. A current study has participants taking 200 milligram doses of doxycycline after sex. And I'm just like, huh? I get confused. because Well, I'm not confused, I'm concerned. Because if I am active and I have two or three sexual partners in a week, I have to take the... I heard the doxycycline drug, you can become immune to it if you take too much of it. Yes, you, you can develop autoimmunity. So I'm concerned because if I'm... It's a low dose, it's 200 milligrams after my sexual encounters. I, I'm concerned because people will become immune to it and it's a very popular drug. It's like just like penicillin, in my thoughts. Well, no, penicillin is is lower. So uh, when when we're doxycycline is used against malaria. Oh, okay. Let's start there. 
Um, and they found a cure for that in Africa. They're really close to getting that FDA yeah, approved. But mm-hmm. oftentimes, doxycycline can be used as a antibiotic uh, pill form uh, secondary to uh, shots. So you might okay. get the typical antibiotic shot in your booty, but if they think it's the super gonorrhea or you might be co-infected with more than one thing, they will follow it up with something uh, by mouth as well. And it's typically the doxycycline or azithromycin. Um, the reason why that's probably not going to pass muster that's is... That's why I'm so concerned. I'm so um, concerned about that. Infectious disease doctors will tell you that taking an, any antibiotic for longer than 30 days is not recommended, not good for your system, not good for efficacy of telling people to take an antibiotic just so they can have sex, and definitely not good for the long-term impacts that continuous antibiotics will do. Now, I'm not a medical doctor, but I know some things. I've been to some schools, and I know that that's definitely not what they're going to, they're not going to go for that. They can do those trials, but it's, I don't, I doubt. It's going to be the one that failed. Yeah, I doubt, I doubt that that one passed muster. I doubt it. It just does not sound. It just don't. It's not sound. Prep for STIs. They're just trying to. Yeah, there should be prep for STIs. That's just not it. That's just not it. Um, But prep for STIs is, is a wide range. So the same ways that syphilis and gonorrhea and chlamydia operate sometimes demand different drugs um so there can be other drugs that can be like a a cocktail even in the future of saying okay well this is what you do to take to prevent the hiv this is what you take to prevent the gonorrhea this is what you take to prevent the syphilis but the answer is not going to be a uh an antibiotic no a specific one no. Um, and if you have any research that says otherwise or something to support, pretty please tweet us or send us a message at Pod anywhere on social media. Verified information, not opinions. Because we definitely want to encourage strong discussion about this because this is our community. Act up, fight back, fight AIDS, or whatever the girl said on post. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just not Carisha. <laughs> Is that even her market? That's not even her beat. But that, that's her song. Act up. Oh, you get stitched up. Not Delta 901 U Street. I can't. Girl, I don't got time. But um, if you have any research that says otherwise, we definitely encourage conversation on this podcast. And then we can forward something to the CDC or the person um, down to the Los Angeles HIV Mental Health Task Force or the girls at the Coping with Hope Conference. Pretty please send us the link because we want to encourage strong conversation because this is for us yeah <laughs> and absolutely. that's all i got this week in social studies yeah this week in sexual health um welcome to the casting couch again. we're not casting girls because we, we don't got prep for stis yet we can still cast the girls <laughs> listen don't do certain things you just be don't mo- get the throat. just be a model <laughs> everyone's a model in 2019 anyway um <laughs> This week we're talking about autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, thank you. Pronounce it right. Asphyxiation. That's the part of the turn on when you can pronounce it. Um, also known as breath or choke play. Is it the one where you put the belt around the neck and the girls was dying? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. That is a version More of erotic asphyxiation. Um, it's often a misunderstood sexual proclivity. People who practice uh, autoerotic asphyxiation from pleasure 
uh, typically derive a sense of sexual arousal from the lack of oxygen to the brain. Um, and that makes you feel more euphoric, more dizzy, closer to orgasm, all those beautiful, lovely things. Um, and <clears throat> I wanted to make sure that we gave some tips in case you are looking to get into this type of fetish. Because it's a fetish until it becomes mainstream and then everybody doing it. So there are some tips that you can do to do it more safely. Even though there is no real safe More way, yeah, there is no there is no safe way to do erotic asphyxiation. It is all dangerous. It is dangerous if you are doing it by yourself with a belt. It is dangerous if you're doing it with a bag. You're, it is dangerous if you are doing it huffing. It is dangerous if um, your partner is just choking you and they are inexperienced at it and not knowing where your pressure points are, where they could break blood vessels. One. Or cause you to completely pass out or die too, um, and it is also dangerous when being used in the smother box, which was our word of the day. <sighs> so, um, I'm scared. <laughs> don't be scared because we're going to give you. Well, tips. I won't be in the smother box. I'm on top of the smother box, so I'm fine. But you don't want no mur- murder charge because he didn't get up. Come on, pose. We fall down. Anyway, and we um. So again, typically, typically, the, these exercises, these fetishes are not the most safe, but that doesn't mean that, that kids are not out here doing it. And so if you are someone that might be interested in doing it or know other people that are interested in doing it, please pass on these tips because we do not need to be a part of the statistic. There's a, stati- a statistic of over a thousand people dying every year from um, autoerotic asphyxiation type deaths. And um, I just don't want y'all to be part of that statistic. That's not the one that got to take y'all out. So one, do it under supervision of a loved one or someone who you can trust with your life. Um, There is a craze now of people doing it completely by themselves. And if you are doing it by yourself, there is a good chance that you might do it too right. And too right could be the end of your life. And you could... Literally strangle and choke to death um, or cut off all the oxygen to your brain um, and and be a victim of hypoxia. So you do not want to be that person. Do not try it alone. It is not safe to try it alone. It is better, you know, in the presence of a loved one or someone that you can trust with your life and your orgasm. I am scared. Don't be scared. Number two, get that person CPR or BLS certified. CPR at a minimum. So in case you do pass Trey, out. if you're choking me, you're going to need to be certified. you got to be certified in case <laughs> I pass out. I'm not trying to die from this nut. Trey with a certified. How? I got to put that on my jacket. Trey must, must be certified. Must be CPR certified to ride this ride. And at Damn. least hey, get them BLS certified if they can't, if you want them to do some basic life-saving skills outside of CPR. So get them certified. It's a cheap certification. You can go to any hospital. Um, American Heart Association does online classes now. Um, you can go to a lot of clinics. Nights and, get and it weekends. All the time. It is extremely cheap. It is extremely available. It's Put it on your resume. It's a good resume builder to say, girl, I'm also CPR certified, so I might be able to save somebody's life um, if they die down to the new job. They're going to want the gay bottom. Uh, <sighs> hold on. Well, um, they've, there's less 
uh, oral CPR now. So, oh, well, yeah. Well, so back in my day when I was learning CPR for the first time, like we had masks because girls were scared that things were being passed via mouth. Dental dams or something? No, masks. Like the literal ma- Oh, my It God. was a mask from one mouth to breathe into the next mouth. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you went to nursing school. I didn't. I, it's all funny to me. Never use non-slip knots or hangman knots. Who? Non-slip knots. Mm-hmm. So these are knots that if a lot of pressure is applied to the knot after you start choking yourself with the belt or with um, uh, any uh, a cord or whatever the kids are using as a strangling device, you you do not want to tie a non-slip knot. A non-slip knot or a hangman's knot is something that is only going to get tired, tighter as more, more pressure is applied to it. Um, oh. And as more pressure is applied to it and it's not giving up, and you choking, and you by yourself, you down here choking by yourself, because it's not a non-slip knot. That means the knot is not going to slip out of being a knot when your body pressure is applied to it. Um, those knots have the, the lowest survivability um, when you are trying to do this, even with another partner. Because if you get into a non-slip knot and the pressure has... Closed off the blood I'm not flow. Being certified. <laughs> <laughs> has closed me. off the blood flow uh-uh. uh, to your carotid arteries, which uh, feed the oxygen and blood to your brain. Mm-hmm. You can die within ten seconds. So, um, do not use non-slip knots or uh, hangman knots, as they are also sometimes called. Mm-mm. Last but not least, create non-verbal safety cues to let your partner know to keep going. If you want him to do it a little bit more or tighter or whatever, or to stop, most importantly, or number three, if you're about to come and he needs to really keep going and keep steady at what he's doing. Um, nonverbal cues, because obviously, if you try verbal cues and you choked, you're not going to be able to get these verbal cues out. And it sounds confusing. Like, oh. Pineapples, pineapples, pineapples. And if that means keep going and he think it means stop or you about to come and he didn't stop. So nonverbal cues are hand movements, taps, um, or eye blinks. If if you are going to be using your eyes, okay. realize that sometimes your eyes can roll in the back of your head if you are hypoxic. So hand movements and hand gestures are really good cues of tapping once means keep going, tapping twice means stop, tapping three times about to come. That was more than three times what I <laughs> But you know So if you need to develop those kind of cues uh, They're important So that you can have The safest experience If you are going to do autoerotic asphyxiation The, the vagina power lady said If you're not If you're going to be in a sexual relationship The man needs to be coming Because if he be ain't coming He going to be going somewhere else To somebody else <laughs> I said oh, So Think of my life for each word. Indeed. Listener <clears throat> questions this week. Send us your questions to hereforwardpod at gmail or any inbox where you can find us on social media. And this week, the both questions come from Instagram. I hope I pronounced this right. I love you, so don't hate me. You Cool J says, Can y'all plan like a fun day to the amusement park? Like get a bus and just put it out there? I'll go first because I, I feel judged. I feel seen. Um, it was proposed earlier that just as friends we go to an amusement park. And I was like, girl, I'm scared. I can't. I don't do rides like that. 
you would be wasting your money if you pay $44 for me. And I'm just like, well, I'll hold your purse. You'd be wasting your money. So I wouldn't do that. But for her, for a podcast and for our listeners and the people that love us, well, girl, okay, I got a whole 10 purses. I mean, they can't go on the ride. It just gives me a perfect excuse. <laughs> mm. My $44 is still worthy because I'm still... My sisters and them got a flash pass. They can skip the line. And I just got a whole 10 purses, so I just got to stand here. And I wouldn't mind doing it for our listeners. Oh. My whole purses. Um, yeah, no, you. that train has already left the station. I was just at Cedar Point this weekend, so sorry. Um, we're open to doing um, plenty of other events. If you are uh, like in the New York, D.C. area, um, definitely suggest some things. We're going to Rehoboth Beach. At the end of July, it's like July twentieth, whatever yeah. that weekend is, um, and that event is not sold out. And so, if you want to come to the beach with us locally, Rehoboth is only a, a couple hour bus Three. ride, and um, you know we'll be on the beach, turned up on um, Rehoboth. And so, if you want to come out locally and beach with us, we'll be doing that, and we have other things that we will announce in the future. So, stay tuned. Look. As the icebreaker said, what are our goals? We're working on things. We are. We are definitely working on things. The second listener question is from Frankie L. Rivera. Shout out to you. Um, We love you, Frankie L. Rivera. Yay! And his question is, who is your favorite character on Pose? Pick one. He put pick one with an exclamation. So he's like, girl, don't get sidetracked. Don't say you like this one, but you like this one a little bit too. Oh, um, well, that's easy for me. Like I said, uh, on uh, our Patreon for our Pose review, Poppy is by far my favorite character this season so far. Mm. Especially now it was revealed he's Dominican. That's it. Yeah, I don't have to explain on that. Just, okay. Because I wasn't sure before. I thought he was Puerto Rican. But if he's Dominican, go off. I live with my Dominican sisters most of the time. Okay, so I know you said pick one, but here it goes. I love how Candy keep trying it. Candy, Candy, Candy has a spirit that is not going to give up. <laughs> but I do admire, I see myself in MJ Rodriguez. You know, like, I'm like, you know, I love my philanthropic efforts. I love to, my attempts to give back. And, you know, but I'm also entrepreneur fish. I like to try new things. My dumb ass would also be down there giving a $3,000 deposit and not make sure I got my paperwork in order. But I'm so excited about being an entrepreneur. I would do some dumb shit like that. So, you know, I definitely, in the age of YouTube, do my best to watch all the YouTube videos. If I have not watched 10 YouTube videos on the subject, I have learned nothing. We start with 10 videos watched minimum. So, yeah. if, I, if it's 10 30-minute videos, well, girl, put me down for four hours. I got to sit here and watch them. But I do love Candy. She be trying. Candy be trying it. But Beyonce I would love to see Candy come to the light side. Because, I mean, again, she's also been kind of a, a She did her doing the injectable silicone. Bringing hammers to the club. <laughs> so, walking in categories that she know good and goddamn well she ain't supposed to be in. Tune into our poster review on Patreon if you would like to hear more. And that's our listener questions. What are you... No, what's your song for your soul? My song for my soul this week. I know I hit y'all with a little country ballad last week. But I was on Instagram this week. And there were some Asian Americans sitting around a computer. Well, I assume they're Asian Americans. They, I perceive them to be of Asian descent. And I assume they're Americans. 
Uh, so you know just all the judgment with that If I'm wrong put me on the cross But they were Singing this song And they were like The question is Will I ever leave you And then they harmonized No 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 And I was like oh what is this I like this And coming from these people I would have never expected that harmony That slayage And then I looked up the original song and I found that it was by the Winans. It's a gospel track called The Question Is. And I have listened to the original ever since. So it's very inspirational. Um, if I brought you to it, I'll bring you through it. Okay? Um, and that's not in the Bible, I don't think. I hope not because Lord knows my past week will have been in vain. But um, I was really inspired by The Question Is by the Winans by Instagram cover. Indeed. So inspirational fish. Okay. <laughs> well, mine is not as um uh church friendly. <laughs> speaking of Well Jesus says yes. Speaking of doing things in church that you probably should not be doing, you probably should not be listening to this song in church. <clears throat> um this song huh. is the song for my soul this week because um, it slapped, it knocked, mm. and um, it was a return to form that I hadn't seen in a while, especially from this artist, unfortunately. Um, this is for Chris, Travis, Chris, Mike, Chance, and Jason. I curve jaw boys. No disrespect to y'all boys, but I curved y'all boys. And to my niggas with bitches that like cussing drama, me and my bad bitches, we like, fuck his baby mama. <laughs> he caught me them Chanel bags, them diamonds, VVSs. You see this $50 million mansion that's wrapped around my neck. This is for the ones who happily always topping me sloppily. If your money monopoly, I ain't fucking you properly. That is from BAPS, from the Neutrina album featuring Nicki Minaj. And um, I loved seeing my Sagittarius sisters get together. <gasps> Look at you being ghetto. Thank you. 313, jumping out. Yes. Uh, I loved that they still had Juvenile on the hook because Juvenile should be respected in this game. Um, and the song just ignited bird tendencies in me that I just did not know I had. I was happy to hear it. What the bird tendencies that was sleep <laughs> when you a night owl. Yeah. This this your bird. Yeah, nocturnal. <laughs> nocturnal. Nocturnal fish. Um, but if you have not heard it, I'm I'd be surprised if you haven't heard it, unfortunately, for some I mean, of our listeners. I mean Go check out Baps by Trina featuring Nicki Minaj on the new Trina album. There's a couple other songs on Trina's new album that I liked, but Baps is still my favorite so far. Some of the other ones I'm going to have to let grow on me. Featuring K. Michelle. No. Bitch. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry if it ain't me, then who? Somebody else. Somebody. They, they sample Patty LaBelle. Okay. Should they have? <laughs> what are you here for and or not? Y'all's friend, Marcus Barlow. A plush decorate bar and grill. Where is that? It's talking to ABC Houston. 
Refusing to Houston, Texas. Okay. Refusing to apologize for listing a customer's name as quote go to dude with dreads, fat, comma, gay. Marcus says, quote, it wasn't anything against him or anything personal. It was her way of referencing who to bring the food to. <laughs> the one with dreads that's fat and black and gay. That's how you had to figure that out? Okay. His female hire, server, waiter, whatever the industry term is, she was like, go to do with the dreads, that and game. Marcus, look, man. I done worked down to the retail. Marcus! <laughs> I done worked down to the retail. When I was at American Eagle, we had the little boards up, and we, we would give customers a fit around. We would ask them what their name is. Now, if I done came to this table three, four times, I done took your drink order, took your food order, they came back and told you that the kitchen was running behind, because I'm sure at Plush, Deckery Bar and Grill in Houston, ain't nobody got no sense of urgency with my food, the way your business look like it's set up. And there's no shade. I support black business. But, Marcus, you gonna refuse to apologize? Marcus! Chick-fil-A. Even with a problematic ass, when I used to go there, they would say, can I have a name for this order? Bitch, it's just a goddamn chicken sandwich girl with a waffle fry. The name is Ronald Matters. She like, she like this five syllables. I, I know, and I know it's one word. Ronald Matters. It's one word. So I know goddamn to the damn plush daiquiri bar and grill, Marcus. Marcus! <laughs> Y'all can do something better than this. Because if Yonla, the way Yonla said it, if you do it to her, you do it to me. And that's what I'm saying to goddamn Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Stop stereotyping us. I might be a little thick. I'm a 34 in the waist now. And I'm a little gay. <laughs> okay, we'll go with a little. I don't got to do a dress. But if you do it to her, you do it to me, Marcus. And I'm not here for it. Yeah. Um, good luck Down with to that. Houston. Good luck with that business flourishing. <laughs> good luck with that shit. Um, this week, I am absolutely here for Billy Porter receiving a Come on out. star on the Hollywood <laughs> Walk of Fame. Well deserved. Very well deserved. Um, Billy Porter has been in the game for over 20 years, and this is a testament to staying your path and staying true to your path and true to yourself. Um, Billy Porter has given multiple interviews where he talked about um, wanting to give up, um, you know, over the past few years before Pose took off and, you know, all his work on Broadway, uh, even after getting uh, being uh, Tony awarded and having a Grammy for his work on Broadway and his work in many other projects. Kinky boots. Come on out. He still didn't get the money or notoriety that was due to a veteran of the game. Uh, like him and finally he's getting the notoriety and recognition that is due to him and I am absolutely positively here for it I can't wait to see a picture of him with his star I hope he wears something glamorous well I mean you know the doll the doll is going to be the doll I mean like I have all the design I was just at the Met Gala the designers are running to me yes so I'm excited. I'm excited to see him win. I want him to continue to win. I want to see Billy Porter in a movie on cinema screens. He is too big 
for TV. He is too big just for Broadway. Put him in a movie. And, Sign. And go down to the um, Dickery Bar and Grill and show Marcus how fabulous you are. Okay. And his employees. Don't buy nothing, though. <laughs> Don't buy nothing, though. So I'm absolutely here for it. And now we have come to our favorite part of the show. It is our last call. If you are new to Here For It Podcast, it is where we take a shot to our last call of the evening. Um, We're drinking tequila. We have a tequila deal in the works as well. I was going to say, because we're going to need a Jameson deal if tequila keep deserting us like this. Deserting? No, we Take your last call shot with <laughs> us as well. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys are ooh. Make sure you guys are checking out the YouTube series Three Words Stud Model Project. Oh. It follows the largest network of stud models and shout out to Strong Voices Television for giving these models a platform and make sure you guys are following them on the internet at Stud Model Project. They have two episodes out so far, um, both about 15 minutes each, and it just follows them, you know, in their element, working for their audience and doing their thing. So... Shout out to all the stud models out there. Never knew I needed this before it fell in my lap on Twitter. And I watched it and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Are they, so they're androgynous presenting? Stud model project. Follow them online and watch their show. That doesn't say it's open. Okay. Well, what do they, what do they look like? What do they give? What do Trade. They oh, okay. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Check it out. Okay. I don't want to give too much away. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be uh mysterious. You got to give them a reason <laughs> to also go click though. They're like, so I'm not really. Yeah, typically I mean, like it's the tra- it's the trade out here. Okay. Tats and all the things. I'm I'm trying to not stereotype because I just got through reading markets for his stereo and his employees for their stereotypes, but studs out here doing their things. Okay. Well, my last call is to YouTuber Etika, E-T-I-K-A, um, who was recently found dead this past weekend. Um, I definitely want to say, first and foremost, rest in peace and rest in power Amen. to him. Um, a very talented young black man, gone far too soon. Um, the circumstances surrounding his death have not been fully released. Uh, there was... Um, a, a a preliminary report saying where and how he was founded, but not. That was a search for him too. Yeah, it was a They've search. They, like the the local police were were actively looking for him and found him. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, did. But my last call is to YouTube, because YouTube is doing too fucking much. He was born in nineteen ninety and died in two thousand nineteen. That's twenty nine. 19? Oh, my math bad. Yes, if he was born in 1990, but I think he was younger than that. I think he was younger than that. He was 29. Wow. Oh, he was 29. Okay, wow. cool. Um, But YouTube is doing too little at the same damn time as not doing enough. Um, This YouTuber 
uploaded a video titled "I'm Sorry." Yep, yep. and it was his last message to his fans before his death. Again, we don't know exactly what the full details surrounding his death were, but he wanted his fans and even the world maybe to know what his last message was. He did not commit suicide in the video. Um, He did not do anything that was racist or homophobic or terrorist in the video. He was just leaving a final message to his fans and his followers and again even the larger population of the world that might want to understand or even get just a goodbye video from him that could even include his family or loved ones and youtube took it down and it is still down uh as we speak um this is the last video before he died and a lot can be said about a youtube community but Someone's last rites, last will, last testament, last words should be something sacred that YouTube should not be able to take down. And I think it's a slippery slope because we're having the conversations of uh, YouTube, Twitter, and even Facebook taking down um, things that are race, racist, homophobic, terrorist in theme. And now we're at a moment where they've moved from this is the area where we're taking down things to moving the goalposts to over to your last video as a last word to your fans is too much for the audience to see. So at what point is YouTube just censoring people now? And so this also spoke to the struggles that I've had with YouTube in my own account being demonetized uh, because I say things like I mean them Ooh. and I'm always going to say things like I mean them and uh, my messages are raw and intense and real sometimes I have never promoted hate speech on my platform on any platform that I've been on um, I've only promoted uh, progressive stances uh, engaging conversations but still my account uh, has been demonetized and that's why I haven't made a video in a year but that's changing soon um, but this is also going in the reverse of censoring someone's last words to their audience there are millions of people that could see this video and and take something away from it on what his mental health was in that mm-hmm. moment or what his feelings were or what he was even thinking before something happened to him and we'll never see it. There might have been a clue to where he was this whole time police were searching for his body because only his real fans would know like if he says this or if he references this it means this and you should probably go search here. Yeah. And y'all took it down so the people would never, they didn't know where to go look to find him. But it could also enlighten others to whatever his struggles were Mm -hmm. that could drive others to suicide themselves, even if he didn't commit suicide, even whatever the case is surrounding his death. There are so many conversations that can be opened up, and now there are none. (sighs) Because YouTube has censored this video from this young man. Uh, Another black voice silenced for nothing. Um, So YouTube, I'm absolutely not here for it. Um, 
when I come back with my YouTube videos, they will be very anti-YouTube on YouTube's platform. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, be ready for that. Stay tuned for that. Um, but I, I really don't think that YouTube has the full uh, latitude and right to take away someone's last words. Especially if it's not hate speech. I can see if it was hate speech. Sure. Okay. That We don't have room for that. Because you are hating someone else for their own existence. But... He should be allowed to say whatever his last words were. Yeah. And if his last words were meant for his own. He had 150,000 subscribers. He should definitely have be allowed space to talk to the child. You know, if 150,000 people subscribed, it's another 150,000. That are just watching my videos that ain't girl, subscribed. Girl, So his audience was wide. Yeah. So. No boss. Um, more to follow. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Again, as reference, we have a pose review up right now on Patreon. It's a 25-minute bonus episode. <laughs> um, and you can get over there for at least $1 a month if you would like to support this podcast and keep us on the air. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, I would like to say out loud, um, as your co-host, I really appreciated what we did last week, Delta to Casa Ruby. I know we don't do it for clout like uh, Cardi B featuring Migos, because that's the way the song really was. It was Cardi, we was there for Cardi B verse. Um, but what we did last week, Delta Costa Ruby was amazing. Um, thank you for leading the charge on that, um, and we presented strong. And rest in power to our trans sister who lost her life, Zoe Spencer. Because the whole time we were there, the girls down to the Costa Ruby were. We're making this. They they were out with their their posters. They had their markers, and to see like wow, we are really passionate about the community, and they are just they don't have much, but they are just as passionate as we are. They're yeah. giving this donation right now, and we know where they're going when we leave. So we could at least make sure the girls are able to um, wash up when we when they get back. That was really beautiful, really amazing. I brought my friend Kenneth along. He. Gave a rave review of, you know, we what his studies are and what he's currently going towards. Last week at Costa Ruby was really beautiful. Thank you guys so much for all of your, again, thank you guys so much for all of your comments to us and all of the donations you will be giving to Costa Ruby. Um, make sure you check them out, costaruby.org. Um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and, of course, ronaldmatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, and you can find me down to the club de-escalating fights. Bye. Take your truth, Ada. The resistance will be televised.